Hi guys, welcome to my dad, the salesman podcast. We're here in the studio. I'm Shanice, and this is my dad. Hi guys, I am Stanis Benjamin, the father of the clown Shanice Nicole. Yeah, and today we are here recording a podcast because my dad has so much to say about sales and leadership and all that jazz. And I thought, what a good way to just kind of put it into a podcast so he can not just. Tell my friends who come over <laughs> his stories, but actually tell the world. Well, I don't know whether I want to tell, say it as stories, but these are just uh, objectives that I set in my lives, and I thought sharing it will be useful for many people. So today, to start off, we thought it would be fun if we just read each other's resumes. <laughs> Okay, let's get my dad to go first, so my he can read my resume. Um, so dad, just read it with like the most pride you have in your voice. Ah, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I've always been proud about you, but never really read how much you have done. Okay. Wow, Shani Stanislas is a multiple award-winning actor, clown, artist, and creative director and producer. A comedy clown show, Mail Order, is the winner of three award and the Jester's Cap Emerging Artist Award from Calgary, and was also featured artist in the award-winning production Dance to Death for El Festival del Grace in Barcelona. She has a bachelor's of arts with honors from Yale and US. Which and, is closing soon. Yeah, I think it's closed already. <laughs> and training from some of the top performing arts school in the world, including Tisch School of Arts, Philip Gaulier, Paris. Shanice is also a recipient of Yale and US Alumni Arts Development Grant for Performing Arts. Wow, Shanice, I didn't know that you did so many things without my knowledge. <laughs> that is true. Those things were done without permission asked. I think that's one of the things that, for a lot of people, is like uh, very often they think they should be given permission to achieve something in their life, or you know get support, and then you know they wait for all the resources, the support, permission. By which time time has passed, and then they say, "Oh, I missed my goals because uh, someone didn't support me." And with that, I will do your resume. Are you ready? Yeah. I've always been ready for you to read. Okay, about he's me. printed a really long resume right here. I'm just gonna read bits of it because you know we don't have time for all of it. <laughs> yeah, you should read it before you have to read it at my funeral. Oh know? my god, that okay. Master facilitator and distinguished toastmaster Stanis Benjamin is an international speaker and a motivational humorist. He is an accomplished author, keynote speaker, consultant, and trainer in the fields of business presentation skills, communication, sales, customer service, leadership, and strategies for personal success. He is the author of two books. Buy it now: Sales Prospecting Strategies and Skills, and Personal Power Through Prospecting. He was one of the top. 
10 agents for sales and has achieved the Marathon Life Award, International Quality Award, Million Dollar Club Award, as well as the prestigious Million Dollar Round Table and Superstar Sales Award, which is why we're doing this podcast because he's won all these awards and it's now time for him to pass on this knowledge to anyone who is listening. So that, you know, we're doing this podcast. Who can this podcast be for? Actually, this podcast is for anyone because it's not designed just for salespeople, but anyone who wants to achieve goals. Because if you look at the things that are, you know, when I started off in my career, right, uh, many of these things were not just specific to sales, but they were goals I, I set in life that I would want to achieve in the next 25 years. So if you're listening, we really hope that this will be useful for you and we'll be releasing more episodes with more juicy topics. But let's get into it. Today is the, well, we're recording this on the 19th of January, 2024. The year has just kind of begun. We're two weeks in, Dad. And so a lot of people are like trying to set goals for themselves and trying to set those new year resolutions, new year, new you kind of vibe. Maybe you can get into why people set goals and why is it good for us? Uh, I, I think, you know, um, there's a lot of difference between New Year resolutions and goals. And the first thing is, you know, people need to understand goal setting is a thought process, right? And we, we always think that, oh, I set goals, I set goals. But actually, goal setting is a thought process. Goal achievement is the actions required. Okay, You can have a thought process and very, very often, if you, if you look at people who at the beginning of the year, they set all the goals, but they don't really have action plans to execute. So goal achievement is an action process. But more importantly, why a lot of people fail or you know miss out on their goals is got to do with goal selection. Because goal mean? selection is about priorities, prioritization of the process, all right, um, of the goal achievement process. So when I don't select the right goals, I set too big a goal or I set goals that I've never have experienced nor uh, know anything about it. And then I said, oh, I want to achieve this in the next two days or three days. And then they missed out and they say, oh, you know, there's something wrong with the goal. So actually, it's not something wrong with the goal, but rather the selection of the goal. Okay, one common mistake that most people make in a goal setting is when they don't really write down their goals, all right? They just have random. And, you know, um, some, and, and the other thing is very often people have like... Many, you know, like they, they they spend the entire time thinking of only achieving one specific goal in their life. So when you set only one goal in your life and you miss it, you miss 100%. But if you set 100 goals for that year and if you miss one, you still hit the other 99. You're 99% successful. And that's an important part in goal setting process because when you achieve one goal, Right? You feel this sense of success that helps you move on to progress. It's not the more important thing about goals is about progression. Okay? And so some other mistakes that people make is they have a goal, but they don't have a plan. Right? They don't set up any plans and, a, and, and they don't have a roadmap of how they're going to go about getting it. They don't have strategies. 
for the goals. Um, they are not making it easy for themselves. Well, why set goals that make it difficult and then when you miss it, you are going to live a life of disappointment. I'd rather set goals that are easy and even if it takes me a longer time, but it's easy that each day I can put effort on something that can help me. Another more important thing, Shani, is that why uh, people miss out on their goals is they set a goal, but they never want to change their behaviour to achieve the goal. Mm-hmm. Because for every goal, right, there's what you call a behavioural change that's expected. The only reason why you never achieve the goal is because you didn't have the behaviour before. So if I set a new goal, then I must have a behaviour that can lead me to that goal. But without the behaviour change, it's impossible. Because for actions, right, if I want to take an action towards the goal, I must change the behaviour required. And then I must be able to perform the activities. Then I need to identify whether I have the competencies for that goal. So I think it would be nice at this point to like put everything in a bit of context with goals that I want to achieve. <laughs> okay. So for example, if uh, my goal is to move out of my parents' house... That's a very good own. goal to set. I'm very happy that... Uh, and I will be glad to help you achieve that. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I currently live with my parents. I'm going to be 30. I travel a lot for work. You look 15 still and you say you're 30. I never, you know, kind of forgot that you're aging. Oh, yes. my gosh. Uh, and so... I have a goal this year to be a homeowner. Uh, that's one of my goals, and one the other one is to earn a hundred k. So, so maybe you can help our audience, like kind of use my goals as an example of like what kind of steps and behaviors need to change. <laughs> okay, some of that. some of the goals that you have, right? They require a timeline to it. All right. For example, you will say you want to earn a hundred k, right? And I usually tell people, you know, it's not difficult to earn a hundred k or two hundred k. It's not difficult, but are you prepared to change the behavior required to achieve that hundred k? Have you identified the activities and actions that you need to do to reach the hundred k? For example, if you are now, uh, let's say you like your workshop, just. Just take your workshop that's coming up on uh, Laughter Lab at Suntech, right? <laughs> Shout so, out, please come for my workshop. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when you when you run this workshop and you say, okay, I'm going to run this workshop and I'm going to charge people $38, right? Then you, if you need, in a month, if you need to earn $8,000, this $38 is going to be a challenge unless you can have as much as, you know, two, 300 people attending the workshop. So there's some numbers that you need to work out on uh, what would you need to do on a daily basis and what actions that will pay you for those daily activities, right? Um, in coming to purchase a house, then you need to know, visualize what kind of house you want to have. I mean, let me give you an example of why the power of visualization is very important in goals, you know. Uh, I remember that many years ago that I said one day, my goal is to, by the time I'm 40 years old, right, to stand up and speak and then see these people, groups of people rushing to buy the ticket to hear me speak. But when I set that goal, right, um, the dog in my neighborhood went, how, how, how are you going to succeed, you know? So, yeah. There will always be people who will think that you can't do this, 
you know, and uh, why you can't do it. And that, that kind of restrictions that come in. But I set the goal that by the time I was 40, and at that time when I set it, I was probably, you know, um, about maybe 25 years old, okay? And some of these goals that you set, right, they will never be that easily achieved because you don't really have any direction of how to do it. So this is also another reason why people miss out on goal. They don't go and find people who have achieved a similar goal, right? Or attend workshops of people who have done those capabilities. Then when they miss out, they say, oh, I don't know why this goal I can't achieve. So for me to speak, I so I said to myself that maybe I should go and first join a public speaking platform. Right? So I joined the Toastmasters. And I, I spend week every week to go out and practice with those Toastmasters. Every week. Until finally I get the opportunity to compete. And that led to, you know, from then on, it led to everything else I'm doing now. So some goals, the gestation period is short. Some goals may take much longer. Every goal has a gestation period. You must be prepared for that. And you should plan for that. We'll check back in if I achieve those goals uh, at the end of You've the got, year. Well, we can do one thing. We can put trackers. And that's another thing that you need to do. In your goal planning, you should start putting trackers. And then you need to look at your trackers and see, am I achieving it today? If it's, if I want to earn $100,000, then I need to earn at least $3 a day. Am I getting that $3 a day? Or am I reducing my expenses by $3 a day to save that $3 to reach the 100000 you know? So when you start putting trackers, right, that kind of help you reach where you want. But tell me something, Shanice. How do you, based on what is shared, how do you, I mean, what I share may work for my generation, right, or my group of people, but how do you apply this to your own group of friends or um, how you set goals for? Yeah, I mean... There's that, right? Like, what do I want to achieve? Write it down. Uh, I do that, like, before the year ends. I visualize what I want to do. But I, I found this very useful for me. Last year, someone gave me a diary, and I had a chance to kind of write down all the things that I um, achieved or, like, days where I felt bad and what I did before the year ended was I actually looked back at that diary and I wrote down like things that worked for me in general so for example if I did a certain uh, job that um, was like if I did a certain job I saw that sometimes I would get anxiety attacks like on the day because I didn't like that job so I noticed that pattern so I thought okay I'm going to write down what I'm not going to do next year because every time I did this thing it didn't make me feel good and then I would write down the things that did make me feel good so in a way looking back at the statistics of actually like what worked for me and what didn't and then based on that like what is the next level if this is what I've achieved like in 2023 and for me I achieved a lot of things what is the next step what do I want and the next thing was how do I want to feel and I think emotions are a big part of goal setting so I like to do this thing where I just write down all these feelings that I want to feel like abundance flow being easygoing maybe I want to be more creative and I pick three things that I feel like 
stood out for me. And those three feelings of how I want to feel were going to be my north star of how I was going to make decisions in 2024. So, for example, this year, my three feelings of how I want to feel is uh, abundance, free-flowing, and creativity. So, everything I did and every decision and every goal I set was going to be around those feelings. So, it's, it's a bit more intuitive. It's a bit more like appealing to our emotional needs like maybe you don't feel um that you were very playful last year that could be that next year you want to be more playful and then what are the goals you set around being playful oh that's interesting Shanice because um what you shared is what most young people would be you know going into setting the goals but let me share with you some of the things that um, not necessarily you're wrong in, in the way you process it because that works for you the most effective way. But I discovered one common pattern among people who set goals was they actually review their goals at the end of the year Yeah. of what they missed out. And I think this is one of the biggest mistakes we all make. And um, when I train, uh, I, I think uh, in, if you read my profile, you know I train, I, I've been to the MDRT Million Dollar Roundtable but to reach the million-dollar roundtable along the way, I discovered the secret to why people miss the million-dollar roundtable. And today, I, I coach you know uh, a number of financial sales professionals to reach the million-dollar roundtable. And many of them, right, uh, when they, they have accomplished many things, but they have put into practice one of the things I coach them to do. It is actually to do a six-weeks review every six weeks to review their goals because if you... Oh, I don't do that. Yeah. So <laughs> if I wait until end of the year, then I look back and say, oh, I missed my goal. I'm going to spend the next year disappointed that I missed the goal. And mm. then, I do, I, then I will set new goals. I will forget about these goals. But wow. if a goal is very important to you and you have really clearly demonstrated that this is something you want to achieve, and you've written it down, then every six weeks you should review the strategy. If the strategy is wrong, at least you can make change. Yeah. Right? That's one. You've got to review the ac actions that you've taken. You've got to review the activities. You've got to review the behavior. Because more importantly, has my behavior changed? It will take, you know, uh, some people say it takes 21 days to change a habit or form a habit. Right? Um, some people say it takes, you know, like they, they use chicken takes 21 days, you know, for the egg to hatch. <laughs> Uh, but elephant take two years. Some years ago, somebody asked me, elephant lay egg? No, I'm talking about the gestation Oh period. my gosh, dad. Okay. Shout out to the dad jokes that yeah. are coming into so, this podcast yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> so the gestation period is, you know, uh, longer. So, but what you need to do is, if I review six weeks, I know if I'm going in the wrong direction, right? And if I need to form a new habit, because every goal you set, right, is linked to an activity and you be f and you need to repeat this activity you know why some people are successful and some people are not in their goals is because their ability to deal with boredom you know every week you are repetitively doing the same thing to reach that goal which means boredom will set in because you have to a goal before something comes you can achieve a goal you need to form a routine a routine has to become a habit but you know when you're young or even when you get older, uh, we all have attention deficit disorder, right? So we want to do new things. 
right? And routine is bo boring. So you, you would see Olympic champions, what they do every morning, they get to the swimming pool, they dive down at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock in the morning, even during winter, they stick to their routine. And then they review it and say, okay, is my timing to achieve that? Is it, or is my strokes correct? So in the same way, you've got to form that routine. And also another thing that um, a lot of people, when they set their goals, they like to do things, right, that they like, okay? But to achieve any goal means you're going to get into a, get out, sorry, not going into, but you want to get out of your comfort zone. Okay, so to get out of comfort zone, right? Do you think it's something that you like that you will do? You may have to do things that you don't like, or you don't feel like doing, and that's where it leads you to achieve systematically achieve the kind of goals. So, if you want to set and reach a goal, then you must create systems and processes, and these systems and processes must become routine, and you must be able to deal with boredom. And you need to find something interesting in that bottom so that you can repeat it every day. It's like uh, uh, when I was having to do, the, you know, when I was in sales, every day having to pick up the phone and call people. As 90% of my sales come from telephone call calls, every day I've got to pick up and make 20 phone calls. I, it's not interesting, but I try to find something interesting in doing it. The result of it is I get four appointments a day. So I structured it and I monitored it in such a way that every six weeks, if I go off target, I got to look at what I need to change. Okay. And sure, every goal that you set is good. It will make you anxious. Anxiety is part and parcel of getting out of comfort zone. So how do you deal then? You don't achieve your goals. Let's say. You do your review, you've not achieved it, you feel like really shit and disappointed. How how do you deal with that? Okay. Like what do you do? You see, you are an architect and builder of your success, okay? You need to translate your self-expectation to, to the goals that you set. So when disappointments, right? Um, for me, when um, you know, when I look at I, I would say that it's not that every single goal I set didn't come with disappointment. Um, I would say there were more obstacles than disappointments, right? And this, so each time I'm, I'm faced with an obstacle, I look at what exactly is, you know, the, pushing me away from my objective. So, and when I couldn't do it, right, and I realized that it's usually due to the lack of competencies, for that specific goal, which means I didn't develop the competencies required or competencies and capa capabilities required. I call it cash, K-A-S-H, okay? that most people would know, knowledge, attitude, skills, and habits required for the goals, right? And because I didn't build it, I realized that I either take too long or I may, I, I may miss out the goal for that activity for the week. So this the, to deal with the disappointment is always going back again to review and say what I didn't do, okay, and what I should do next, right? Uh, and also accept disappointments are part and parcel, right, of go any goal-setting process. And that disappointments are basically the disappointments are your teachers. The obstacles and disappointments are your teachers. They are telling you, right, what you have said, 
may be something that you have not developed the competencies for. Okay? So if I take them as teachers, I will be able to manage them. I will never overcome disappointments, but I will always be able to manage them. How do you deal with disappointments? Well, I mean, that will I be have people. a good ugly cry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't deal... I, I think I'm better at it now, but I think growing up, I, I don't like not achieving goals. I'm a bit of a type A, high achieving type, people pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> person uh, <laughs> um, and I'll that's c- also one reason why we miss because if you set a goal you want to please people it's going to be a challenge yeah know? and I think you know yeah like you said right like we are the architect we make our own decisions so if you don't achieve it that's fine like try again I think um, but I didn't deal with it very well and I, I would be very hard on myself which I'm sure a lot of people still are because you invest a lot in a goal and you really want it, right? For example, if it's a monetary goal and the truth is like for some people like this is this is a necess- necessity because you need to be able to pay your bills, right? So if you can't achieve like those goals then, you know, it might mean that like your family doesn't have food to eat and it's actually like a real thing and so in that case it hits you harder than just a goal of oh i want to you know become good at um public speaking or gardening there's less stakes in that goal in that way so i think it really depends on the goal and like how much resilience you have to go like yeah i'll achieve it again or i'll readjust the timeline or make it like a bit easier or or just you know relook at the way i frame the goal and actually sometimes like for example i wanted to be uh, i want to write a tv script this year uh, i've been writing a lot of shows um but i actually never started writing anything and then i realized that maybe because i don't have the skills at the moment to feel like i'm confident and ready enough to write a pilot uh and that's something that maybe then I go hey maybe this is not what I actually like to do and maybe this is not meant to be like a goal but something I do in my free time so I had to like readjust that expectation for myself and I realized that the things that I really like to do is create uh, in another way um, so then I started writing other things in another way yeah, but I, I think one one thing about goals that you know like you said you frame the goals and all that see for a lot of people when they miss out on their goals, right? Uh, they were they don't realize when you actually set a goal, you're making a decision. So if you're making a decision, right, then the effort must go along with that decision. A decision is a commitment. When you make a commitment, you will develop the courage. When you develop the courage, right, you you will say, okay, I'm gonna do this. But when so when you are not able to do thing is you need to find out what is the problem. Identify first the problem. Because if you don't identify the problem, then you just keep hitting, you're, you're going to knock your head against the wall. Okay, for a lot of people, oh yeah, I set a goal and then, you know, I have identified my goals. But they have not identified what is holding them back, the problem. So that is not goal setting, that's problem solving. Right. Okay. So there's a difference between goal setting and problem. So don't blame the goals when you don't achieve it. Right. Blame yourself. No, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> instead, you search for where the problem lies. If you set a goal, so some there are people who set 
goals because they say that, oh, I went for this goal setting seminar or I heard a podcast on goal setting. I decided I want to set this goal and they set a huge goal that they have no idea about. But they just say, tomorrow I want to become the prime minister. I mean, you know, forget about that in Singapore. But, you know, um, you, you, they say that, oh, but you need to look at where the problem lies because I have to set goals. I, I think it's the best is when I always think of how I, you know, remember how Nick, when he comes back with his maths papers, right? So for people who don't know, um, I am the middle child in this family and there are, I have two brothers, Sean and Nick. And Nick is our youngest yeah. brother. So Nick comes back with, you know, two upon 100 for maths, you know, and uh, he gets all the scolding and everything. But one of the things I remember when Nick was young, I said to him, hey, two upon 100 is better to be seen somewhere than nowhere in between, you know. So it's, it, you come to accept that don't let one subject determine your future. Okay? So in the same way, if I have 100 goals, which is what I said to Nick, if you've got 100 topics that you are, 100 different things that you can talk about, why worry about one? Okay? And then I said, in everything you focus on is 10% improvement. So, Dad, you talked about you having 100 goals. Do you want to share with the audience what your 100 goals are? Okay, well, I will share with uh, a few that I'm focused on because out of the 100 goals, quite a number of them have been achieved, oh. right? But I'll share with the ones that I'm focused for this year, right? In fact, it's a, uh, it's a goal that I set was to visit 60 countries by the time 60 years old. And because of covid I had to delay my goal. I didn't give up on my goal, but I had to delay my goal because I'm going to be 61 and I've only covered 30 countries. 61, people. He's turning 61 in like about less than three weeks. Yeah, so I have... Yeah, thanks for the reminder. But uh, I've said, okay, I want to do 60 countries. So last year, I covered 18 countries. In total, I've covered about 30 countries in my life. But last year alone, I did 18 countries. You know, what I, why I'm sharing this is not being cocky here. But if I didn't set the goal of doing 60 countries, and if I just look at COVID being an obstacle, I may not even have covered 18 countries in one year. But because I have, was very clear that this is a goal I want to achieve in my life, so I put the, you know, the focus on doing those activities required. So I covered 18 countries. I spoke, I covered 18 countries. I spoke in 14 countries, right? And this year, I'm intending to do 30 countries so that I can fulfill my 60 countries by end of the year. Maybe I might add one more just to make it 61. But the focus is 30 countries, right? And this means I have to focus my activities Almost every month, I got to work around the schedule. Sure, there'll be disappointments. There'll be flight delays, right? Uh, there'll be days I feel two days of my life is taken away. Just, you know, waiting at the airport to go and waiting at the airport to come home. But these are sacrifices you got to make to reach your goals. So every goal requires some kind of personal sacrifice on something you do. Without that sacrifice, right, you wouldn't enjoy the sense of achievement. So you tell me, right, this year you set a goal, but what if you're going to face disappointment? How are you going to deal with it? Oh, well, I think I'm... Not say disappointment, how if you, if you feel that there are going to be obstacles, how are you going to deal with the obstacle? Uh, let's see what happens, but... 
You need to have a plan. So this is another thing. My because, dad just gave me this look of like shock. Yeah. yeah, this is because you see a lot of people set a goal, but in their goal planning, they have no idea what are the challenges to the goals. So this is another part of the process. You got to list down for every goal you set. You got to list down all the possible challenges and obstacles. Because when I list down all the challenges and obstacles, like for example, I want to visit 30 countries this year, one of the challenges is to find the financial resources to be able to pay for the air ticket. So I come up with this option that, okay, why not I offer my services to some countries, some hotels that I stay, right, that I will provide some training for them so I get accommodation there free or uh, technically I get paid and then that covers my cost. But I need to look at those obstacles. I need to look at all the challenges. And then I list down step by step how I'm going to do deal with these challenges. But if I don't list these challenges and obstacles, like the way you look at it, I have this goal, I want to go and uh, own a house. But you didn't list down all the challenges and obstacles. Because without having a view, it's like being a driver, I have no direction. That's why goals give you direction okay, mm. in life. When you set a goal, it gives you a direction in life, what, where your energy and resources should be focused. Without goals, you will go to a default mode and all your energy and resources are just wasted away. And with that, I think it's time to wrap up the episode. Um, so if you're feeling like me a little bit stressed right now because I haven't planned my, my goals well or I haven't done any planning around the obstacles, challenges, uh, that's totally fine. It means that a fire has been lit under you to go and get that started and to think a bit more about the goals you want to achieve and dream big, right, Dad? I think it's... Re- I will always tell people you don't have to dream big, but you have to dream that you want... You have to dream and that dream must go into action plans. Pointless to have big dreams but without action plans. I'd rather have the progressive achievement on a daily basis that help me towards my goal. With that, I want to thank you for inviting me to your show. It's... (laughs) Our show show, uh, that I'm hosting uh, with my dad. And yeah, thank you for tuning in. Before you go off, tell me three things that will be useful for people to remember. You know, there will be people like you who will be distracted all the time with many things. So what what do you think three things that people should remember? Okay, set 100 goals. It can be big or small. My dad is not against it. <laughs> yeah, big or small. Set 100 goals, big or small. Write down what actions you need to take to set those goals. And, uh, and I'm going to add a bit of me, my stuff, which is what feelings do you want to feel? And what things, what goals help you feel those things for, that, for the year ahead? Um, and the last thing is, um, plan what kind of challenges might you face so that you're ready for anything. So that that was four things. Yeah, I think you know it's good because you start off with a hundred goals. Anybody who sets a hundred goals, even they achieve one, that's a sense of hundred percent success. Because if they never set goal, it's a hundred percent failure, right? So that's good. The other thing is the actions and activities. It's also good because if I want to have a hundred goals, I need to look at all the actions and activities. And yeah, when you talk about feelings, right? 
is great because you are linking it to behavior. Okay, the feelings are behavior. So behavior change is required, and you are identified. Every goal I set, what behavior is required. I can't achieve a goal with the same behavior I have now. And lastly, listing all the challenges, right, and obstacles. So I think these are the same three things I would have shared if you had asked me. Yeah, well, that was four things that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, you know me and my son. We are bad and mad, so you know. Right. Um, thank you everyone for listening. If you like this show, please share it with your friends. Um, give us a follow. You can also let us know what goals you've been setting this year. You can. How can they find us? That they can find me. I don't know about you, but they can find me. Let me say for you, they can find you on Creative in Spirit website, uh, and you uh, have yeah. I'm on Instagram at Shanice Stanislas and and uh, on LinkedIn. Facebook. Yeah, and all and the LinkedIn, social media. Yeah, you can yeah. find me on on these platforms. How about you, Dad? Are you on social media? Well, I am on social media. You can find me on Instagram, but very little information of on Instagram that I have. But you definitely can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn. You know, and your website. And my website. Um, you can always find me at stanisbenjamin.com. All right, and that, well, in the next couple of days and weeks, we will be coming up with a lot more um, processes and systems, and also uh, different different topics that we want to share. Uh, as I travel to the other parts of the world, I would like to come back and share my experiences uh, in the thirty countries I'm going to cover this year. And thank you once again. Thank you. Set your goals. Let's go. Mm-hmm.